Hi, and welcome to the Nasa More Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Adam and Liza. Hi, how's it going, guys? Hey. Happy 50th. Yay. Okay, I feel like I just saw you guys, and that's because we did just see each other. We just all got back from the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. That's true. Yes. Super fun. It was very interesting. Lots of lots of highs, lots of lows. Mostly we're exhausted. I know Liza's super tired. I talked to her earlier today. Adam, have you recovered? No, I'm still I'm still working on that high. Yeah, I mean, like, I just feel like we did so much in such a short amount of time. So so let's talk about it. So first of all, the, the big thing we did is we got in like a couple days before because we wanted to do other things and we had lots of goals. Many of our goals were not, you know, met mainly because it was hot. It was crowded, but it was all worth it. And so let's talk mainly about the 50th and specifically how early did that day start? What time did you get up, Adam? Uh, I was up at five o'clock. Five o'clock. Okay. I think we got up at 4.30. Yes. Was it, Liza? Yes. Because we had to... So the park opened at 7.30. However, if you were an on-site guest, we're open at 7.30, but the attractions really didn't open until 8, right? Uh, no, well, no. It was oh, Official opening was 8, 7.30 for... For us. Okay. For the on-site. And then... But the rumors were that they were opening it up for everybody even earlier because there was going to be so many people. Because we thought we were smart. So we got out. We picked up the Mouselets, which are two young ladies and their brother who they do an Instagram page and they do, um, they do a blog Their It's their Instagram is fantastic. They're so also cute. on that crazy thing called uh TikTok, which none of us understand even Adam, <laughs> but they're on that. We picked them up because they were at the Swan and we could park at Adam's resort. So we picked up them, we picked up Mandy and we got there at five 30 on the dot, which we told Adam we would do. And when we were there, somebody saw a tweet from an Imagineer that said they were opening at six. So we got over there as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. We did. And it wasn't, yes. it was dark when we walked in and I thought that was really cool. And we grabbed a special park map. So, so we got on the monorail and what happened next? It was six o'clock at that point. Yeah. It was still dark outside and there was about, I don't know, a, like 19 people in front of us. Yeah, we were, it was like a small group of people and it stayed that way for about five or 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it was packed and there was like a line up to the monorail. You could not get in. And I was so grateful that we got in early. Although as you will hear in a little bit, we didn't really need to. So after about maybe at about 6.20, they let us in and we were so excited. It was great. Yeah, it was great. And it felt like there was a lot of fanfare and like build up. And then just like you're waiting, it's building up and they play a music or something. And then it's like nothing happens. It was like, it was a sad trombone, right? I mean, like we get, they did give us a park map and you were excited because it was very dark in the park when we walked in. It was like, which, you know, we had seen the night before because. We were in the park the night before. Mm-hmm. That's another story. But, you know, we, we walked in and it was dark and, and we get there and like nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, one advantage we did get for being there so early. Uh, good point. Yes. Was getting into the virtual queue for the day specific merchandise they were selling at the 
um, Big Top Souvenirs, which is near uh, Dumbo in the circus area. Uh, that was that was a vert that that was like a virtual queue. You couldn't really wait on a line, although I think people were. And um, if you wanted day of merch, uh, you kind of had to do that. So because we were there early, I was able to snag us a virtual queue spot really early because um, we ended up getting called in there. Not to jump ahead, but we ended up getting called there at 830 to get into that spot, which really was nice, I thought. Right. I, I, I actually I'm grateful for that, especially since I found out that the $60 magic band that I bought is going for 250 on eBay. I'm not saying I'm the type of person who has the motivation to do that, but maybe because here's the interesting thing about that. Like they had the day of merchandise and you really couldn't buy it any other time. So it was kind of excited to get it, you know, merchandise with, with October 1st, 2021 on it. Everybody wanted that. They had hats, they had t-shirts, which I bought for the kids. They had pins, they had the whole nine yards. So, I mean, you're right. If we hadn't done that, you know, it was sold out in under 20 minutes. Well, I did find a bunch of that merchandise the next day in Epcot. They weren't the same pins, were they? Were they the dated pins? They were. Okay, but did you get the, you did not get the ornament and you didn't get the magic band. Yeah, the magic band and the ornament weren't there. Yeah. But all the other merchandise was there because I took a video for Adam. Oh my gosh. And I sent it to him. At least we got some of it. I thought it was interesting. They had the cool pass holder stuff and everything. But yeah, here's here's where my sadness came in. When I went to Disney World's 40th anniversary and when I went to Disneyland 60 was it 60? Yeah, 60th. They had like a big they had a lot of fanfare fair in the morning. They had VIPs come out and speak. They didn't do that. They had Minnie Mouse dancing uh, dancing on a little stand. And they had a few characters come out, but that was it. And it was a little disappointing for people who expected maybe a little bit more because the thing that happened was, is they did it all the night before they had a little VIPs function for about 150 to 200 people. And they did the fireworks at that time. They did it for them. We didn't get it. We were peasants, I guess. I, so I was kind of bummed by that. I was one of those people that were disappointed. Like, cause I know for the 45th anniversary, yeah. They had like 45 characters come out. They had uh, they had like the vice presidents like do a little speech. I was expecting something like that. And and what that what was going on for what we, what Chris described was really something for Good Morning America that they were doing promotions for. But yeah. they didn't put that audio into the park. So we didn't <laughs> we didn't actually hear what was going on. We were just looking at it. Um my parents did who watched it on TV, got to hear what was going on. Right. Me, me standing 30 feet away, couldn't, couldn't hear. It. Yeah. So it was kind of, that was, that, if any, if there was one disappointing thing, um, it was that there was a lack yep. of any type of like good morning show, you know, getting everybody excited for being there that day. Yeah. Agree a hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. I think I mean, they had a castle show, like a little bit of one. Didn't they? I went to the bathroom. Uh, it was it was like what a little tiny was it? I it don't was, even remember. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. It was maybe two minutes, and and that was yeah. so. What was big about that was that was the first one since the closure of the pandemic. But that one is not day specific. That's going to be going on for the next eighteen months. That one, which is fine. It's something, but it was not, and it was the first day of it. But it was just not. I was expecting a little bit extra special. I don't mean to be an entitled guest by any means, 
But here's the thing. The night before, the park closed at 8 o'clock. We waited around because, you know, a lot of times when Disney does, you know, like a little media preview, they'll let people who are just hanging out in. They did that for Toy Story Land. Um, if you remember, it was literally one of our first podcasts. We'd only been podcasting for like six months. The story was we waited like half the day. And this girl, this young cast member of Very Sweet was saying, look, if you guys just stick around, they're going to let you guys in. It was the day before it, it was supposed to officially open. And we did, but then we got tired. And so we were like, fine, we're going to Via Napoli. I got a quick reservation. We're literally in line at Via Napoli. Were you with us, Liza? I don't no. remember if you were. We were literally in line for Via Napoli when all of a sudden somebody texted us and goes, they're letting people in. We ran over. We actually ran out of the park. We took a cab over. Like it was crazy. And, and got over there super fast. And there was no one in Toy Story Land, and we got to enjoy it. To me, when you do something like that, you're getting all the great pictures. So you've got some people, you know, you've at least have people in there who are taking pictures where there's not a big crowd. They're enjoying it. They're they're great advertising, right? So we kind of thought they would do that on Friday night, or th I'm sorry, Thursday night. You know, there were just a few people left in the park, but they were like, no, you have to leave. And then they had their event, which, again, I just don't understand having that, that small of event. If you were going to have an event that small because of COVID, which makes perfect sense, then by all means, have an event that small. But the fact that we were packed in, Oh, yeah. I mean, to say we were packed in like sardines the next night to watch Disney Enchanted was a massive understatement. I don't know why you want that to be your first public experience because it got terrible. You know, there was it was all over social media how crowded it was. You couldn't get a good, you know, a good view. So why not? Why not let the people that were remaining in the park? You knew we were there. You knew why we were there. That's my only point. It didn't cost them anything. We were already there. Based you know. on yeah, yeah, and based on the pictures I saw from the media event, there was it seemed like there was a lot of people there for that. And it was uh, it was yeah. media, it was influencers, and it was a lot of old um, Disney employees. Because Thursday night, I got to meet uh, Tom Moore, Tom K. Morris, the former Imagineer, and I posted a picture on the page. And he, I, I'm pretty, and I know he was there because he was posting afterwards. And um, and but but at the same time, like Main Street was like empty. Main Street was empty. The hub so was they, pretty much like past the initial area. That was yeah. empty, Adam. They weren't. So, it wasn't even if it was several hundred people. It's still you know they could have left Main Street open for it. We weren't gonna oh, yeah. we weren't gonna crash their their cupcake party or whatever they yeah, were having up there. We were you know, trying and, to. And, and I didn't see a lot of, I saw very little media from that. I didn't see a lot of like, you know, Instagram, you know, pictures or anything because literally the next night they, you know, I don't know. I just thought they could have done a little bit better of a job and maybe I sound kind of like entitled, which I, I try never to be, you know, I'm always very grateful for anything I'm able to, you know, do it at any park but i mean i just thought god you know let us watch the stupid fireworks for god's sake it was it was also strange that thursday night when we were leaving they closed the stores and the starbucks yeah. on Main street at the closing time which they usually yeah. oh my gosh i was so open. mad because i wanted to go in the store and you guys were like oh no it stays open later it's gonna be open <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> i walk over there and it's like i want to know who's in Whose impression did you have 
did you just do? Is that I, I guess I a combination. No, if sound. you were like, it's no, yeah, it's the Chris it's, Adams sound. It's the Chris Adams yeah. sound. It's gonna stay open. What you what you forget about it? It's gonna be open. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. and before we sound like we're being a total downer, we're not, okay? I mean, like, overall, it was different than I personally expected having having had this experience in other times. But at the same time, I mean, like, even Hollywood Studios, frankly, like, we did their 30th. Me and Liza did that, and I think it was 2019. Mm-hmm. And that was great. They had, like, a special parade and everything. Yeah, that was just fun. Like, I don't know. There was, you know, it was just, it was different, like I said. But, um, yeah. so let's, let's stop crying in our iced tea and get over to, um, the, the day of the thing. So, so Adam brilliantly, as he said, Adam was great. Like we, I think Liza and I would have been like, what, what QR code, what merchandise, but Adam saw it, got the picture of the QR code. So one of the first things we did after the anticlimactic morning show hmm. was we went over to big top souvenirs where they had all the merchandise and um, I I don't ever buy a lot of merchandise, but I did buy some, and I know Adam did as well. Um, oh yeah. And if I had known how much those magic bands were going for on eBay, I probably would have had Liza buy a couple of those because it was <laughs> limited to two of each. Um, so you had to do that. I I wasn't the day of merchandise wasn't that exciting. I will tell you the t-shirts were kind of eh. They were okay. One of my kids wore one to school today. Um, but I wasn't in love with them. Of course, they had spirit jerseys. I bought one for my daughter. She asked for a large, which was gigantic. But, you know, that's what they like. Um, and then <laughs> I should preface all of this by saying Adam met us when he met us on the um, in front of the monorail. He actually handed each one of us a printout of all the day one attractions that were still open. Mm-hmm. So that was Adam's thing. Did you get all of them done? No, not all, but I did get a lot. Okay. Um, all right. I missed. I missed out on Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Although Liza wrote that. I did. She wrote that for you. Yeah. She wrote it for me. I missed out on um, the Astro Orbiter. Oh, which, nobody needs to do that. Nobody needs to do that. <laughs> which it wasn't really. I don't think it was called the Astro Orbiter then. But um, I missed out on the Jungle Cruise. Nobody needs to do that. Jungle Cruise probably had the longest line all day of anything. Yeah. Yeah, I and, feel like it uh, usually does. Yeah, I mean, it really does. And it's kind of hard to figure out why, but okay. Well, I think, honestly, I think it's because it, it's just been redone. So it's yeah. newer. And it kind of loads slow, I guess. Um, I mean, we'll get into it, but the lines for the rides were were unbelievably low. Oh my yes. gosh, it was so nice. For the day that it was that that we were there. <laughs> and you know what's interesting? The park itself, walkways, everything like that, packed in front of the castle, packed. But when you went on the rides, they were low. And I think that's because it wasn't a day for parents to bring their kids in because parents were, you know, they were concerned about the crowd. So you didn't have the little kids. And I think a lot of the people who went were people like us. Mm-hmm. They were podcasters, Instagrammers, travel agents. I mean, you could not turn around and, and not see a travel agent. I mean, and, and Liza and I, you know, for me personally, I like to play pick out the travel agent when I'm in the park. You could tell who was. Although that girl who told me how to do my job, I did not know she was a travel agent. That's another story. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that was funny. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, so, I mean, that's who went. It wasn't like your typical family, I think. It was the nerds. Um, Yeah, it was the nerds, yeah. The longest lines were for, and this is the honest truth, were for popcorn buckets and for the merchandise. That is 100% true. popcorn buckets were like, people were, okay, first of all, it was hotter than normal for this time of year. And people were standing, boiling in these lines for popcorn buckets. And I'm like... What is the deal with these? I mean, like half the time you stand in line and then two weeks later you can see it, right? So yeah. Ooh, speaking of of people waiting for merchandise, we all heard about that fight that happened in the Emporium. That's unnecessary. Yeah. Sorry. Um, people, people got people were. I think they were more on edge than they needed to be, and I think that's what happened there. I also heard they were. Um, trespass they can't go back on property which is appropriate given their behavior um this but yeah the set the the merchandise that they fought for was not day of merchandise it was merchandise that had been there for the two previous days i was there and it was it's merchandise that is going to still be there supposed to be all all uh season and yeah it some of it was even online so it was that was just very like what it was not the QR coded special stuff that we got. It was just the stuff in the Emporium. And, and I heard that there were people getting hair pulled and there yeah, were glass were. ornaments broken all they over were. the floor. I had walked, I walked into there in the morning just to kind of like look at it. And it was, and to see if there was anything new and there wasn't anything new that I hadn't, that I hadn't seen. But Adam, uh, even, two days in a row. even the QR code merchandise that we waited for, and we got in yes. there, was in the Epcot place, a, a ton yeah. of it. The sweatshirts, the jackets, the spirit jerseys, the the pins, the water bottles. Well, it wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know what else. I don't know what to say. They they, they advertise it as like specific, day specific but only. my point and is. And it turned out they... <laughs> it turned out they had it at Epcot that day, and then it was at Epcot the next day. Most of it. There was, like like we said before, no like magic the ornament bands. was sold out, and the magic band was sold out. But, but pretty much everything was else was still there. But, but, but my point is this. Don't fight over stuff, guys. Because, like, it ended up being an Epcot the next day. I mean, it's going to show up. I mean, and maybe even if it doesn't, I mean, you know, whatever. Plus, they're limiting people now to two items. Per person, per person, you know, per item, you know, you get two of one thing and you can get two of each of the things, but you can only get two, which I think is smart of Disney to do that because there were all these resellers reselling merchandise. And I think that's, you know, I mean, uh, it makes it hard for people that just like literally just want one, you know, and then you're going to take right. all of it. So, yeah, that's actually very true. Yeah, so I just don't see why all the aggression. No, I mean, it, it is completely unnecessary for people to act that way. It makes no sense at all. And, like, you know, you're just, like you said, it's available. Why even act that way? And even if it's not, don't act that way. But I think people get so crowded and their stress level gets up and they just do things they might not normally do. Yeah, so one thing that we always do at the Magic Kingdom is go to the Country Bears, and that was our first attraction. And who did we get to see that with? Oh, Len Testa. Yeah, we saw. Now, it wasn't that Testa. fun? You know, it was fun. We thoroughly enjoyed it. 
And um, yeah, I mean, what what's not to like about, you know, singing with a group of people in Country Bear Jamboree? That's fantastic. They handed out buttons. He handed out buttons. Yeah, his hair, because if you're not familiar, Len Testa has very long hair right now. Longer than mine. He has grown a lot longer than yours. But see, I secretly think you've been trimming your hair, Adam, because if you hadn't (laughs) been trimming your hair, your hair would have been at least four inches longer. It's been 18 (laughs) months since the pandemic began. You've been trimming your hair. Why don't you confess? (laughs) Be honest. Yes. Oh, see, he's laughing, so we know it happened. I got it trimmed in once in July. Okay. All right. That explains a lot. So for those of you who don't know, Adam actually has very long hair right now. And it almost looks like, okay, we don't like to call anyone Karen, but it's kind of a Karen hairstyle, right? With the little headband. Can you see him going to his, you know, in his, in his, uh, you know, LuLaRoe leggings going to Target <laughs> no. with the kids. That's the hairdo he's got. No, I, I get more like a, you know, he's trying to be like one of those 80s rocker hair bands. Yes. Because they wore the headbands, but they also put lots of hairspray. And they had layers, and I think Adam has a little bit of layers in his hair. He does kind of have layers. Mm-hmm. He does. And so yeah. I get that kind of a rocker vibe sometimes i don't know about yeah, karen I'm, I'm in the room cha- I'm, I'm channeling my i was trying to go to 1970s it's 1970 you know 50 years of magic kingdom might as well go with the old hairstyle right oh well, there uh, you go that's that, i don't was that a hairstyle then i think so <laughs> mm, you could know. if you feather <laughs> it wasn't there <laughs> if you feather it on the sides you got to feather it. Anyway, I, I mean, I I was so excited about the Country Bear sing-along. I didn't even know it was going to happen. And then <laughs> and then Adam said it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was, like, all about that. And then when we show up, there's Len Testa in his bucket hat, which, you know, I, I would have chosen something else. But bucket hat, okay. And so then we sang the songs, and I was getting a little too into it, probably, and we sat on the same row as Lynn Testa. Yeah, front right. row. That was, that was fun. That was good. Yeah. Well, I didn't think you were too into it. I, I thought it was just into it enough. You I, know? Yeah, I love it. You were it. enthusiastic, but you weren't weird about it. Yeah, I guess like, I didn't embarrass were... everybody. Uh, Well, not that time. It was so good, though. I See, that's the way Country Bears should be Every time. Yeah. It's magical. I absolutely loved it. I loved it. And they had prizes, too. I guess they were doing some other events, weren't they, Adam? Do you know? Yeah. I w- actually, I listened to his show today. Um, Did he say anything about uh, me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. But, I mean, he said that, you know, he met, you know, a lot of people of us. And he was very thankful that, you know, we showed up. And and they they had – then they did a I don't know how they did it, but they did a race at the Tomorrowland Speedway and they had trophies and they gave them out. We oh, did not. The best we didn't trophy. Go to that. I should have went to that because the best trophy ever. It was Touring Plan's first Tomorrowland race for tomorrow today. There you go. And that's, that's the it. best name ever. I want that. Yeah. I'm so upset. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, me and Liza and. We were able to do a ton of stuff in the middle of the day, a ton of attractions, because like I said before, there were there were no lines. I mean, 
we waited like 20, 25 minutes for Peter Pan in the afternoon. That was the longest one. That was yeah, that was probably the longest one. We we did we did Big Thunder and Splash back to back and walked right on at eleven thirty in the morning. Yeah, at eleven thirty and twelve o'clock, we walked on those rides. We walked on Haunted Mansion pretty much. I mean, we just had to wait for the stretching or I mean we maybe waited fifteen minutes. It wasn't even anything. I mean, yeah. we we did so much. Yeah, I was, I was, I was prepared to not like do anything, and we ended up. It was the opposite. We did almost everything. We really did. Yeah, I know that they had, they had issues with mobile ordering, and they had issues with Wi-Fi, which we kind of mm-hmm. like. I my that app was wasn't weird. working like in the, in the middle of the day, so that was unfortunate. But I think that was just that might have just been a influx of people trying to use the same thing at the same time, and they couldn't handle it. I guess. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, it was a lot of people, but the people weren't in lines for rides, like we said. They were bloggers, Instagrammers. We saw a lot of people posing, lots of strike a pose. Lots of, oh gosh, okay, yes, that was, okay, that's the problem with social media and everything like that, is instead of just taking a picture, you have all these elaborate poses, and they kind of make me sad. Like, somehow people don't think their regular self is good enough. Granted, when I take a picture, I get hunched, hunk, hunkered down into the most unflattering position I could be in. And I look like, I don't know, very uncomfortable. But there's got to be a fine line between that and, like, somebody just, I don't know. Like, it's just a little cringe-inducing. Yeah. Well, it's different. I mean, and it's like a lot of got to do a lot of extra stuff you got to do a lot of extra stand on this and bend on that and i don't even know we saw a lot of that and we saw a lot of people that we knew were in media or we knew they were agency travel agent people so it it did clear up the lines for us to experience a lot of attractions and i don't think it'll be like that you know again well and the other thing to point out is that because magic kingdom was such an attractive park that day you know, we were hearing like one of our agents, Greg, he went over to who doesn't listen to the show, I found out. But that's OK, Greg. We forgive you. Yeah. Um, we he said he went over. He hopped over to Animal Kingdom because the wait times were 15 minutes for Pandora. And he said it wasn't even 15 minutes. It was literally a walk on. And we heard that from other friends who did not go into Magic Kingdom that day, that there were really no lines. Now, I will say the one thing I found out about mobile ordering was that. I went in there and usually if it's 11 o'clock, I can get an order, you know, in and pick it up before noon. It was like, you know, there was a couple hours, you know, because people were eating, they were doing stuff. So that was a little different for that part because usually that park is pretty good with mobile ordering. The other thing that I found was that the, you know, like you mentioned, the Wi-Fi wasn't working. That was a little disturbing. And all I kept saying to Liza was Genie Plus it's job security because if you're if you normally don't have half the people in the park on Wi-Fi at one time, right? I mean, people are doing other things, but if you're if you're that attached to Genie Plus, which is how we think it's going to work, is is their Wi-Fi really going to work? I don't know because I couldn't even get cellular at some points. It was so crazy. Mm-hmm. At the I didn't have any. I had no service the last. I don't know, four or five hours of the night. I had nothing. Nothing was going through. Text, Twitter, nothing was going through. Um, Len, Len Testa said on his show today that 
he was told they were at 50% capacity and they were ma- and they were maxed out. So it was like 50,000 people in the parks, which like the normal day, like pre COVID is like more than 50. So if that, um, can't, and it makes sense if they can't handle what happened on Friday with the wifi, they're not going to be able to handle much of anything going forward. So they need right. to beef that up as much as possible. Don't beef it up. It's job security for me and Liza. You know what? It's kind of like when my Disney experience came out, you know, a lot of travel agents were like, oh, well, there goes our job. Not so much. Suddenly, everybody wanted a TA. So um, I think you're probably going to see similar things with with Genie Plus. And you're going to probably see similar issues with, what do they call it, Adam? Connectivity? Is that the nice way to put it? Uh, Yeah, I think so, yeah. All right. I got it. Okay. So let's, let's, and, and by the way, we thoroughly enjoyed our day. We're talking about the low points because we're really exhausted right now because we went for three and a half days straight. It was exhausting. However, we did have a good time. Let's talk about one of my highlights, which is we went to be our guests for dinner, which, you know, when Adam made that reservation, I was like, oh, I don't really want to go then. But, um, yeah. I was kind of like, you know, not excited about be our guest because the last few times I've been, I've been for lunch, I've been for dinner, I've been for breakfast, and the dinner I didn't really, I wasn't impressed with it. The lunch I wasn't really impressed with it. The breakfast was good. Like I was always recommending to my clients breakfast for sure, but um, I was really enjoying my food. I had a steak. Um, I got the fillet. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was great. I ate all I, of it. I, well, and I think one of the great things was, okay, first of all, Adam, thank you for making that because having a sit-down restaurant that day with it just kind of being kind of, you know, kind of a hectic day was really great. And, and you know, usually I don't want to pay $62 to eat or be our guest. I'll be perfectly honest. Um, I'm really glad we went because I had a great meal. I thought my salad was fantastic. Um, the pork, I got the pork entree. That was great. And, um, our server was wonderful too. And the dessert, you know, the macaron, I mean, it was, it was pretty good actually. So, I mean, like overall, I love that meal and I would, I would go back there. I do want to go back to a quick service lunch. I, I used to love their turkey sandwich there, their potato soup. It was just really good. And it was nice to have like a sit down place where, you know, it was, you could just go in there and relax. But um, but if they don't go back, that's okay too because I think whatever kind of little kinks they had when they reopened, because I went right after they reopened last year and I was kind of like, eh, not feeling it. But this was great and I had a great time. So so thanks, Adam, for for being the best little travel agent there. Yeah, yeah, Adam's our travel agent. So although you didn't <laughs> get a space two twenty, he didn't get a space two twenty. Yeah, you didn't so. get a space two twenty. Yeah, <laughs> I that's I, true. Well, I was up. I was up early. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, hopefully, I think I have a, a way to work around that. But we'll talk about that um, on another okay. show. All right, I like that. Um, I had these the scallops and risotto, which were very good uh, at your guest. Um, I liked the dessert. Um, I liked. Uh, presentations always is very they do a very good job presentate presenting um the rooms are nice uh there's just something about being able to like sit down for an hour and a half and just kind of relax and yeah and not have to like walk around and 
re- and refresh your phone to get a corn dog or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Or listen to Sunny Eclipse. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it could just it just gets can, can be so aggravating sometimes having to do that. But um, can I just say that the thing I miss about Cosmic Grays is the toppings bar because I love pickles and mustard, and my hamburger would be like mostly pickles and mustard. Oh, you just yeah. can't get that right now. I miss sad. a toppings Go bar. Go ahead. Sorry, Adam. I miss it. Bring it. Yeah. It, um, God, you know, it. and um, yeah. I mean, I the only. The only thing I would say is, um, I, I'll be honest, at $62 for the three courses, I mean, if, if you were to get those, and, and it comes with your drink, your non-alcoholic yeah. drink, right? So like, so you're not paying $4 for a Coke or an iced tea. Um, it's a good deal. Now, the only thing is, like, if you're a family that doesn't want to eat dessert uh, at your sit-down because you want to have an ice cream or something somewhere else, then that's where you kind of lose out on that but um and of course the beast which i didn't realize he was going to keep doing that he <laughs> walk, came he came out three times and he walked yeah. around the, the room and you know you could have he would have paused and taken a picture if we wanted to and not not standing next to him but like from you know where we're sitting um so that was that was that was great too and and we seated once when i checked in we got seated right away. We, we didn't did. Wait for anything. We did not. But I think it's because we sat in the cafeteria section. Um, it's called the Rose Room, I think. Isn't it called yeah. the Rose Room? Yeah. yeah. But it reminds me of like a Piccadilly cafeteria? Cafe. Cafeteria. Oh, my God. That's what I thought. I went in there and I was like, okay, first of all, I love Piccadilly Cafeteria. I haven't been in one in like 15 years. I think they're but, gone I mean, now. You but... cannot beat that yeah they used to be great i love those places i, I used to but, yeah i used to i used to that, it didn't have one. that vibe with like a big music box thing in the middle it just but that's looked okay like that kind of just because it, yeah. the, the benches and the table it just reminded me of a cafeteria now the middle room the ballroom area that's exquisite like it's just beautiful I, it's very well themed it's pretty but it it always reminded me of a very large mess hall like a super fancy mess hall where all the tables are just open and there's no, cause you know, like, okay, for example, now Adam, you know this, and I think Liza does too. When you go to Carthay Circle, you have a very large dining room, but it's sort of sectioned off in little mm-hmm. areas. And it's it, like, no matter where you are in that dining room, you feel like you're in your own cozy little nook. In the big room at Be Our Guest, it's a giant fancy mess hall. And I could, I just can see a drill sergeant coming down and yelling at people and telling them to hurry up and eat. Um, well, so they probably want I, you I to just, hurry up. They got to turn they, those tables. They probably do. That's what they need. They need a guy to yell. At yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they need the beast. So yeah, that's what it. Yeah, it just need. It doesn't have any coziness. I do love being down by the fake snow and by the windows. That's I fun. do too. So. I like that spot. And I also, yes. have, I've never gotten to eat. I've eaten in the other two rooms multiple times, but I've never gotten to eat in the dark room with the beast picture with a little slash yeah. through it. And that's then the rose that the petals fall. And then the, I haven't either. I've I never sh- been put in there. Wouldn't go in there when they were little. They thought it mm. was scary. And now they're going to be like, oh, it's lame. I think the big thing that everyone's waiting for is to hear about the fireworks and what we thought about Disney's new nighttime show, which is called Disney Enchanted. And so I am going to say this to to Liza and Adam. You guys know I didn't like the music when it first started, but I listened to it again yesterday, um, right before I got on the plane to leave. And I thought, okay, 
this could grow on me, but it is not happily ever after. That is amazing music. So, so what do you guys think? What was your overall take? Let's start. We'll talk about the music because that's such an important part. And then we'll move on to the actual fireworks in the show. Um, everybody knows what I think because I've had this opinion with Disney before. When you are redoing already amazing songs that you already own. So Disney owns these songs from their movies, right? Like they have right, to. Right, of course. Why even redo them? Why not use the original music from the movie? It makes absolutely zero sense. There's, There has to be a reason for that. I mean, there could be. I don't know. It could, could. Do you think it's like they wouldn't have to pay the singer every time, right? Because no. if they did, that'd be hilarious. No, I mean they uh, own but you the know what? music. Sometimes they do. No, no, no. Because like, say for example, Disney. Say for example, but they own it. But there may be some contract. I mean, like you know, for example, like Disney owns Star Wars. But whenever they play, you know, Star Wars on television, somebody's paying mark hamill every time that's why they call it you know they get those residuals right yeah so i mean maybe it's possible that if they were paying playing the music from the original singers from moana maybe they have an agreement then when that song is played that girl needs to be paid right Mm. so maybe that's why they didn't do it i don't think that's why i i think what they're doing i think they're doing it because they just want it to be different or new or maybe the guy that did the whole production was like, oh, yeah, you know, my niece sings really good. Um, we're going to bring her in. Well, and... I didn't like that girl's voice. Oh, I didn't so they either. Had a girl and a guy singing. Yeah, the guy sounded good, I thought. The girl did not sound as good. But I bet there is some kind of legal or financial reason for it, Liza. There's no reason to not use the music that everybody loves. It's not like Disney's being, you know, like a moody teenage girl. Oh, never mind. I have experience with that. But any, she's really not that moody. But it's not like Disney's being like, you know, temperamental or difficult. You know, there's a reason for it. And you got to always look to the money, right? I mean, that's probably it. I don't so, know. And when people have contracts, you know, they have contracts for everything that includes all these sort of like situations, right? So, I mean, it's it's possible. But Disney could Maybe put not it every in the it. contract that if I wanted to use this song, we own the rights to it. You know what I mean? Like, and the guy that sang the Moana song, well, I mean, I'm sure they could, he wasn't like yeah. some famous singer, you know? I mean, he was just like the Hawaiian singer, I think, right. or something like that. But that song's well, the and best. Maybe they could- Maybe maybe he's the one they could go ahead and, you know, kind of put the squeeze on because he's not as well known. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I, I don't know. I, I if okay, we have smart listeners. There's somebody out there who knows and who will tell us. Yeah. So but yeah, I agree. I thought that the original songs are so much better. Oh. Why not use those? But you know, that really, the introductory song was really the only one I wasn't crazy about. But like I said, I listened to it again and I thought, eh, it's better than I thought, you know. Mm, um, no, you, you can't mess so. with the Moana soundtrack. If you redo that song and then it's not even going to be as good. It's just really not. And it wasn't. And if they would have used the original music, I probably would have had tears. Yeah. Because I would have been so emotionally touched by these songs that I connect with. And then to redo them in this right. way, I just feel like it's 
just they're missing the they're missing so much more connection with this show because we're all connected to this Disney music because it's so good and why cheese it up like make it into a cheesy yeah. kid, kids bop production I don't want to hear kids bop okay I'm I'm gonna go with you it it did it did have that sort of feeling like it, it I mean kids bop bop is not a terrible way to put it it's not completely untrue right I I agree with you okay yeah. let me let me go over to Adam and what do you think Adam um, I like, I do like the, the theme song or the opening and closing song, whatever you want to call it. Um, you are the magic. I think that, I think that's performed very well by the, the Oh, two. I thought you were just telling me I was the magic. Is that the name of the song? <laughs> God, I'm really disappointed, yes. Adam. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> uh, the two singers, I think they did do a duet very well. Um, that part I like, uh, it's very hard. Personally, for me, parts the projections and the fireworks at the same time, if, especially if you're closer up, because you mm-hmm. have to keep moving your head up and down. So you're kind of get lost into what's going on. Um, a lot of the projections did not that were on did not have anything to do with the song that was playing. So you kind of I guess you're supposed to, like, try to connect the dots on the fly on your own. Um, I'm not smart enough to, to figure that out. Uh uh, I did. I did not like the the way that they did the almost there version of the song from uh, Princess and the Frog. They did a duet, but they didn't have any instruments. It was just vocals, and they did it in very slow paced. I don't think. I don't. I really don't think fireworks shows should have slow paced songs. I feel like they're supposed to be um, faster. Uh, I don't like how they use two Moana songs. I don't like that. Didn't make any sense. It should just probably be one i don't know why i don't know why of all you can do all moana songs if it's the real soundtrack well yeah but then it's like a moana you know fireworks show i'd be okay with that that's fine that's fine but (laughs) but but uh what what is just what is confusing is if this is a 50th anniversary uh fireworks show it really has nothing to do with the parks so is this a 50th anniversary show or is this just a show to replace happily ever after and they just happen to time it with the 50th anniversary that we really aren't told and we don't really exactly know but but they have said that happily ever after is not coming back so i have a feeling that this show will be is supposed to be around for five years because that's how happily ever after was around four so and happily ever after they they paid jordan fisher who's a pretty big star do that song i think anytime you're gonna like get a star to perform song original song, you're you're planning on using that for a while. So I would think that this has to be around for a while too. And it's not it's not bad. It's not it's not bad. It's not um to me it's not unbelievable. It's not it's like not any much different than it doesn't like blow me away. And right. I don't know if it really honors the the park and the resort itself at the fifty. That's a good just, point. It's just, you know, it's just the popular music of of right now, and that's fine. I don't think it that's is. That's what they're going for. I don't think it is the popular <laughs> music of right now. I, I agree with you, Adam. I feel like I feel like there should have been a little more Walt thrown in. I mean, it's the 50th anniversary. I mean, it's such a big deal. And, you know, I, I was a little disappointed by that, for yeah. sure. Yeah, they should have had Walt saying um, something. They could have had Walt, like, a clip of him yeah. talking. 
How much? I mean, we would have all That's been like, good. oh, yeah. it's Walter Elias. Ugh. Yeah. I think most, and it wouldn't, you didn't have to, you wouldn't have to have it be in like a major part of it. But I think a lot of people would really connect to that. Not just Disney nerds, but people who were maybe, you know, had grown up watching, you know, the, what is that? The wonderful world of Disney yeah. things like that, that had been on TV and just people who are really, even people who don't know anything about the founding of Walt Disney world, I think would have found that a little touching, but you know, there really wasn't. And that's a little weird, you know, I mean, but here's, here's my next thing. And it goes back to what Adam was saying about being around for five years. I am not a fireworks person. 99% of the time I'm skipping the fireworks. However, I did learn in July that I liked there's dessert and you can watch the fireworks and you don't have people touching you. It was such a sweaty mess. However, I, I loved this fireworks display. I thought the fireworks display was absolutely phenomenal. I thought the projections on the castle were clear and gorgeous and perfect. That to me, me, it made it sort of overcome the fact that I wasn't as thrilled with the music. Yeah, the fireworks were massive. They were just the like yeah. the biggest ones. I mean, there were just so many big ones, and they're so beautiful, and they were continuous, continuous. And yeah. I, I appreciated it. And and you can get, I mean, even from the Polynesian beach where we sat and watched them. I mean, I didn't even hear the music. It was amazing. But it was amazing and it was just yeah. like captivating. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, they did it, it no matter where, like, you're right. Like, we watched it at the Poly. It was fantastic. And then we watched it the next night in the park and it was fantastic. So, I mean, overall, I'm going to get it an 8 out of 10. Um, and, and, you know, frankly, it's been a rough year and a half. And they've had to put together everything during a time when, when nothing is making sense. So, to have have that incredible display I just thought was amazing again I I think the music could grow on me but gosh I really loved happily ever after music even even me not standing and watching the fireworks I'd be going around the parks and I could hear it you know going from ride to ride because that's just a good time to ride and I would hear the music and I just I loved that music so you know I'm sure this will grow on me so Overall, I was happy with the 50th. I'm glad I went. I would have liked a little more pomp and circumstance in the morning, um, I think. Um, I, I will say cast members did an excellent job, as always, with the crowds, with the urgency that some people had, um, and with the attitude that some people had. I thought that they were just very helpful, and they kept their attitudes up. I mean, they were so excited. They liked those new name tags that they got for the 50th. You know, I didn't have one bad experience with anyone I interacted with. And that's saying a lot, given that the tension was kind of high in the park, especially in the morning. Yeah, uh, cast has um, was was incredible. I had I, I had a couple times where I was looking for like a merchandise in like a specific size and it wasn't on the rack. And I asked somebody and they would go and get it. And um, instead of like, like they could have just said, they could have just said, look, like come back in three hours when we're restock or no, they went to the the room, wherever the heck they have it. And they found it. And, um, and I had a nice conversation with an, an older woman who had been working there for like 20 years. And I don't remember her name, but she was like from a Southern, I think she's from Georgia or something. And, uh, 
And uh, she got me, she helped get me uh, sweatpants. And <laughs> oh, gosh, you know, I like more my sweatpants. sweatpants, Adam. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, but it was, it was, um, the cast was great. Um, our server at Be Our Guest was really great. Uh, we ate at Kona Cafe, me and Liza, that, that night that you got in late, Chris. And, yeah. And we had a great time there, too. And, um, I, I don't know. It just, it, in, I mean, it's been a, it's been a really rough, I don't know, 18 months to, I don't yeah. even know where we're at anymore. And, um, you know, we're all trying to like have a little bit of normalcy, especially when we go to our happy place mm-hmm. and it's not normal. It's not back to quote unquote normal yet still there, but it's close. And I think yeah. if, you're, if you're willing to, you know, deal with the masks indoors and you're willing to, you know, deal with some crowds and such, but, I think, I think, you know, if you're comfortable traveling and doing stuff, I think it's, I think really try to get to Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary in these 18 months. Cause yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's good. I think it's, it's, you know, it's not to get emotional here, but like it's, you know, 50 years of, you know, vacations for families and generations of people like going together and, and um, I think it's, it's important. It's, it's a, it's part of the, the fabric of our country and uh, and our world and how many how many of us have memories of Disney and and their movies and their songs and everything and and um, listen I know it's expensive but um, it have to be if you use uh, a travel agent to help you out help you figure that out for sure. Well, and and that that always gets me too. And I was thinking that exact same thing when I was walking around there. I thought, you know, God, it's been fifty years of people just coming here and. One of the things I love about Disney, and, and one of my friends actually said this to me today. She said, I'm ex- her, she has a teenage daughter, and she said, I'm really excited about going to Disneyland with her, just the two of them, because when she's in a park, she doesn't act like a snarky teenager. She acts like, mm-hmm. like her sweet self. And I've heard that from so many people, you know, not that exact thing so much, but just like there, it is a very great way to connect with people you love spending time with. And especially if you can turn off your phone, frankly, which is hard to do. Oh yeah. Um, it's just, there's, there's just so much to do and, and so many things and you're just, you're in a different place. And when I was walking around, I thought about those people and I thought about the first families that came and all those families that came after them. And this is super corny and everything, but you know, it is a hundred percent true what you said, Adam. Yeah. I'm going to close out the show because we want to talk about our experience at Remy. So I'm going to close it out and oh gosh, we don't have Tony here. So it's on me. I just want to thank everyone for listening. We always appreciate you. If you are interested in carrying this conversation over to Facebook, we have a Facebook group. It's called the Mouse and More Podcast. Pretty easy to find us. And we would love to hang out with you there and chat. And if you're looking for a vacation in the near future, please contact us at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. You can send in a quote request or call us at 919-889-5281. And we will be happy to find the perfect agent for you. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Happy 50th. Happy 50th. I'm 50. Somebody thought I was. <laughs> Stop.